that just one of these nights they don't define me the worst moments in my life like the darkest the darkest nights you know they don't define me what defines me is who I choose to become and what I choose to do after those darkest nights yes what I choose to make of them how I choose to use those darkest nights to in turn inspire other people and to help attempt at least to lift them up to the Tea Time Podcast. Our goal is to speak life into your life through any circumstance. I'm your host, Elizabeth Nelson, and each week I'll bring a new guest to talk about their story and how God worked through their circumstance. So sit close and grab your favorite cup of tea as I introduce our guest for the day, Trey Stewart. Hello. How are you doing today, sir? I am doing wonderful. It is an honor to be here. Oh, it's an honor to have <laughs> you, buddy. Okay, so fun fact about Trey. He is like a son to me. And there's like... Oh. <laughs> I still call him like my little freshman, even though he's That's not right. yes, a she, freshman. That's right. Yes, she does. But what are you, sophomore now? Yes, second oh semester gosh. sophomore. I still right. feel like a freshman sometimes, but yes. Oh, no. I remember those days growing up so fast. Um, but we met, or we got, well, we kind of met before, but we got close at NRB, National Religious Broadcasters Convention. Yep. And we it. were doing like 24 hour competitions, but Trey was on the uh, video team. Yes, you were doing the audio production yes. part. And that was so much fun. Yeah, but they kind of helped, you kind of, you and Bethany kind of helped us out with, um, <laughs> I guess, reviewing our video after we had finished it. And you kind of were the first feedback we got about it. So, yeah. Yes. It was fun. You guys did a really good job. Appreciate it. That's the job. That's evidenced by your first place oh, yes. check. Yes, thank you. Thank Which you. we did not. We did not place or get a check, but it's, it's cool. Okay. Still a little salty, but it's cool. No worries. <laughs> it's okay. No worries. Um, tell them a little bit about uh, that project. So that project that we did, um, a little background into what it was. We had a group of four. It was our film team. We call ourselves the Film Amigos. Oh. Yeah, it's me. Um. <laughs> Hudson Carter, Chris Jalbert, and Grace Lothridge. And we mm-hmm. got to know each other because Gopal, our, uh, one of our professors, he put us together. He kind of formed like an, an Avengers-type group <laughs> of uh, creative people to he, – he basically recruited us to be a part of the film team that he mm-hmm. was going to send to NRB that year. And over the course of like three months leading up to NRB, which I think was at the end of February, mm-hmm. um, we started making practice films. And you can still go watch those practice films if you're interested. It's on YouTube. Uh, channel is called Huddy Buddy. Uh, <laughs> but they were not to like, you know, not to rip on what mm-hmm. we did, but they weren't extremely high quality. Yeah. And so going into NRB, I don't think any of us were, you know, super confident and like, you know, we're going to do great here. We're going to just mm-hmm. kill this competition. But we just decided when we got the topic, which what was the theme for that year? Was it Hope? Yes. I believe it was Hope, mm-hmm. yes. We decided to go a different route about um, making the video. Instead of making it like a narrative story, we decided to do like a spoken word kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, we didn't hire. We <laughs> didn't pay the person. But we got an actress, a local actress mm-hmm. named Hannah uh, from the Nashville area. And she helped us out uh, acting in our video. As did Bethany in the last yes. scene of it. But the video itself was uh, regarding self-image mm-hmm. and how we can all have hope because we're all wonderfully made in the image of God. And the video was called wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. But while the video didn't place at the competition, they -hmm. held a social media competition afterwards where, you know, the most views, uh, 
basically the most spread around video that was made at the competition by different teams, the top four would play would get place and get money. Right. And I think at this point our video has got like twenty thousand views on Facebook. Wow, y'all are still counting? I check every now and then <laughs> just to see just to see if we've hit that twenty that twenty K mark. But um yeah. we're getting up there and but when the competition ended, I think we had sixteen and a half thousand views, mm-hmm. which was just enough to get us into fourth place. So we did. Wow. We split five hundred dollars amongst the, the five of us because we gave. In the end, we did pay our actress Hannah Aww. to work. Yeah, so we sent her a hundred dollars to Nashville. But yeah, and that video, it kind of like, I mentioned it was a spoken word and all, mm-hmm. but it kind of inspired, you know, maybe inspired other people, but it also inspired me to keep going on. Like you know, like I like this. I like talking, and I like you know. Mm-hmm writing things that I can put out there to inspire other people and, you know, give them hope and just kind of be a light into their life. Even if I don't personally know them, I can make mm-hmm. content and I can make videos that, you know, reaches them and you could possibly, you know, strike a chord with whatever they're going through. Yes. And that's kind of what NRB that year did for me is kind of set, you know, those pieces in place and the dominoes fell. And now I just, that's, I write all the time and I mm-hmm. put stuff out there like on Instagram, on YouTube, all that kind of thing all that jazz and it's just it really opened up a lot of outlets for me you know mm-hmm. to embrace my creativity and to put it towards a certain facet in my life which yeah, has been cool for sure mm-hmm. that's so exciting and ironically today our topic is on like overthinking and self-image definitely so yes. why don't you go into um your story and kind of just like share that with us today so my story is not one that is necessarily like it's hard to really explain, but it's not really like a, you know, God, this is where I was and look how far I've come. It's a, this is where I can still be sometimes, but mm-hmm. here are the steps I'm taking to actively work to get better. Yeah. So the first thing you mentioned was, I'll, I'll go ahead and talk about self-image first. Okay. That used to be a huge issue with me because growing up as like a middle schooler and, mm-hmm. in, and definitely into high school. I went to public middle school. I won't name the school because I don't know how. I don't, I don't know how uh, how safe that would be. But oh, no. I was um, I was never the kid that had a lot of friends. I never really had a solid core group. You know, I'd be nervous every day going to lunch. Like, oh boy, I hope I have someone to sit with today. Aww. Yeah, but um, and another thing was I never had good luck with like women. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I think I think over the course of middle school, I probably had about seven or eight different crushes, and yeah. One of them liked me back, so I was Aww. was batting a solid one thirty right there. But um, <laughs> I that was that kind of you know weighed on me going into like high school and mm-hmm. honestly even beyond even in my first year of college. It's like, yo, what's up? Why did you know? Why don't these? Uh, why can't I get like attention from right? the female species? And it's like you start thinking, is something wrong with me? Like, mm-hmm. is is it my personality? And I didn't really go that route. I thought you know is this, is it the way I look, you know? And so mm-hmm. at that point I had probably reached, I peaked at about like 205 pounds mm-hmm. and that was in um, 10th grade, I think. No, pardon me, it's 11th grade. Okay. And I wasn't that tall. And so mm-hmm. I was I was a bit heavy set. And so it kind of got to me because I started looking at myself in the mirror every day. I wake up every day and like look in the mirror and I'd be like, I just didn't like what I saw. And I would mm-hmm. mean, it would be so... I would actively try to avoid seeing my own reflection at times, oh, which no. is, yeah, which is just so, it's so, it, one, it's hard to do, and two, it's like, it's painful, because like, you know, I'd see like a friend would take a video of me, or like a friend would take a picture that I was in, and I'd like, I don't want to see it, I don't want to look at it, and it was just, 
it got to the point where I was like, you know, I can't keep living like this. I can't keep hating the way I look. I mean, I'm made, like I said in the spoken word that we did, I'm wonderfully made in the image of God. And so the first thing I did, you know, was I slowly learned to be content with who I, with how I looked, you know, even back, even back then. Like mm-hmm. even weighing, even being a little heavy, and even being, you know, I had I had a I had a whack haircut. My dad used to cut my hair, and he, <laughs> oh, no. he gave me some bad haircuts at times. But, oh um, come on, dad! Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't uh, he wasn't exactly a barber himself. I do appreciate the work he did, but I'm not going back to his chair. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I had to understand how to be content with how I looked then, mm-hmm. and how I felt about myself then. And after that was when I started you know, I'd work out a lot more. I'd eat way healthier. I mean, I used to come home and I would, oh, it's embarrassing, but I would have a full party-sized bag of Doritos. I'm talking like, Woo-hoo! not like one of the ones that you get at the front, like at the checkout line of the store. Yeah. Like one of the ones you get in the chip aisle, like the yeah. full bags, you know, probably 2,000 calories a bag. And I'd have mm-hmm. one each day I got home from school. And, you know, that kind of, that, that weighed on me, no mm-hmm. pun intended, but like... <laughs> But it got to the point, I mean, I just knew I couldn't be doing that anymore. And so mm-hmm. I changed my eating habits and I started working out a lot more. And just overall, my life, you know, the things I would do got a lot healthier. Mm-hmm. My habits got a lot healthier. And so I did. I lost 45, 50, 45, 50 pounds. I'm, I'm at like a solid, this might be too much information, but a <laughs> solid like 162 right now. Yeah, and a six, good. Yeah, and like a 6'1", yeah, that's, that's pretty, that's healthy, you know? Yeah. And to be honest, like that you know, experience helped me to mm-hmm. relate when I wrote the spoken word and I did yeah. spoken word at NRB. It's like, you know, I know where these people are that they see the mirror and they're like, oh, I hate that so much. I hate the way I look. Mm-hmm. I hate everything about, you know, my appearance. And I'm like, I hate how that feels. I hate mm-hmm. how it felt. So that's what I, you know, when I got the topic, I was like, you know, I can tie this in. Mm-hmm. I can tie in self-image with hope and I can be like, okay, I can reach people with this because I've been through it. And like, mm-hmm. I, completely understand what it feels like to just want to you know disappear in a sense because of the way you look Mm -hmm. and I think God has used that you know the past insecurity and like the Mm -hmm. past you know know, me hating the way I look to help me inspire other people at least in a at least even in the tiniest of ways and if I can do that that's that's what matters at the end of the day you know Mm -hmm. so yeah for sure. I know a lot of girls go through that, like, but they're more vocal about it. I feel mm-hmm. like like guys aren't at all. I agree, honestly. I think a lot I've noticed this too, actually. Mm-hmm. Um so like if I'll like on Instagram and mm-hmm. on like when I post something and like I'm writing and like I'll be brutally honest with the way that I feel. Yeah. And not many guys are like that. I agree. <laughs> no. And it shows because like in you know, I'll post something on Instagram, and then in the comments of my Instagram post, I may get, like, one comment from mm-hmm. a guy, like, yeah, this is great, man. The The other 15 or 16 are, you know, females. Yeah. And I've noticed I have a – and there's no, there's no issue with it at all, mm-hmm. but I have, like, a strong – what's the word? Like, female support in a sense, you know? Like, <laughs> yes. they really – I do seem to have a message that kind of mm-hmm. resonates with a lot of, I guess, women, you know? Mm-hmm. Because not that, not that self-image is a – feminine issue it's just women are like you said they're more vocal yeah. about it and men if someone's struggling with it look that's not something that normally you're going to hear them talk about mm-hmm. because you know you know oh you got to be manly you can't be str- you can't be struggling with the way you look like what is that that's that's a, yeah. that's what that's what girls do which is which is terrible that's not should never discourage anybody from speaking up about something that they're struggling with because then mm-hmm. 
they're going to bottle it in. It's just going to turn to something way worse down the line. Yeah. So, like, do you still find yourself struggling with your self-image even though you are at the point where you are now? Happily, I can say no. That's good. Yes. Um, it took a while because even when I wrote the, you know, we did the video in Nashville, I was still struggling with that. In a sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I was still, it was on the cusp of, you know, being a non-issue in my life. Yeah. And I honestly think that video was kind of what, you know, kicked it out the door. And it's wow. Like, yeah, it was like, you know, all right, it's gone. Mm -hmm. Because I got to put my thoughts out there and my feelings about it. And, like, that really was therapeutic for me mm -hmm. to, like I said, just kind of release that last little bit of self-image issues that was just mm -hmm. still kind of simmering within me. I think the main, like I said, the main part of my life when I was really struggling with it was in high school mm -hmm. and high school 10th 11th grade was my biggest my heaviest point like I, <laughs> like I said awful haircuts and just yeah. all that stuff and couldn't get a girl to save my life mm -hmm. so it was like okay that was the I guess the bottom of the barrel for me you know that's when I reached my lowest point yeah and since then it was a slow but consistent you know, rise back up to the top mm -hmm. which kind of peaked, like I said, and kind of just finished off with that video. So no, I don't really, that's not something I struggle with yeah. at the moment. That's good. But there are, I, everybody's got like, you don't really find anybody that doesn't struggle with something. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got something they're dealing with. Yes. And so definitely I have had other issues that have sort of replaced mm -hmm. self-image mm -hmm. since I've uh, kind of beaten that. Yeah. And God has helped me to get through that. There have been some different things that have, you know, I don't want to say latched onto me, but mm -hmm. that I have kind of developed within myself right. since that happened. One of those, like you mentioned earlier, is like overthinking. Mm -hmm. And um, this is more of like a recent one. This is what I'm trying to beat at the moment. Yes. <laughs> overthinking for me is a, it's just like a downward spiral. Like mm -hmm. picture this, picture um, I'm waking up in the morning and you know, I'm, I'm on a 10. I'm on 10, you know? Like, I got a good mindset. I'm ready to start the day. It's sunny outside. Make myself a bowl of Fruity Pebbles in the morning, and I'm ready to start my day. <laughs> and then something minuscule happens. Very tiny, not a big deal. But it brings my mindset down to a 9. Like, say, mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. Um, Pretend like you're one of my friends. Like, okay, you know, you're one of wow. my friends. You're one of my friends. Pretend like you're one of the friends that I'm texting in the morning. Okay, okay. Um, you say, hey, what's up? But but you don't put any, it's so, it's so, it's it's honestly kind of embarrassing, but it's, I think it's not something that I'm alone in. Like, you don't mm -hmm. put any, uh, like, punctuation at the end yeah. of your text. No emojis, no No emojis, no punctuations. Just, hey, what's up? All yep. Like, all lowercase letters, nothing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh, no. Is yep. Elizabeth... Was that a, hey, what's up? Was that a, hey, what's up? Or was that a, hey, what's up? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. And yep. I'll think about that. And I'll start thinking and thinking and thinking until my mind sets down in an eight. Mm -hmm. And slowly just thinks it's the tiniest things, you know, that go on throughout the day mm -hmm. that can sort of, you know, drive my mindset to a really bad place at times. And mm -hmm. some of it probably stems from past, like I said, insecurity about, multitudes of different things but i've noticed that it can unfortunately at times put a strain on relationships mm -hmm. when i'm like needing reassurance all the time because they're probably oh you know in my head oh they're probably getting tired of me they're probably uh -huh. just they're probably 
so bored of me now. I'm probably just being a burden to them, you know. And I start I start thinking about that, and it's like slowly going down, down, down until like by the end of the day, I'm just I'm devastated because everything, mm-hmm. all these tiny things have added up, and in my head, like, you know, what's the point anymore? Mm-hmm. Which is which is unfortunate, but that's just. At times, that's how our mindsets can be. At least it's how my mindset can be. Yeah, I get that. Um, but I can definitely see how, like, overcoming that obstacle of self-image and you're like, yes, I'm free. And mm-hmm. then Satan goes, no, I'm going to give you this. Yeah. Like, I'm going to mess with you right here. And exactly. you're like, no. You ever, I, I've said this before, but in my mind, it's like I'm trying to cover up the entire mat on Twister. Like, as soon as I put my hand somewhere else, another problem is open, and it's another area of my life is vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I can't cover the entire thing. And so no matter what, there's always going to be something I'm struggling with. And yep. I think I'll be I'll be struggling probably with something. Mm-hmm. I think we all will yes. until the day we, you know, day we pass on and move on to heaven. And it's like, yeah. there's two ways we can look at that. We can look at that as, you know, oh, man, I'm going to be struggling, you know, for the rest of my life. You know, this is never going to go away. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we will have problems that we face until the day we die. Mm-hmm. But we can wake up every day and we can choose to face them with a mindset of like devastation from the start. Like, you know, I can't beat this. You know, I can't. Mm-hmm. This has a hold on me. Like it, it's not letting go. Or we can wake up with a mindset of I can I can win over this problem. I can beat mm-hmm. this. I am stronger than this mindset. I am stronger than what Satan's trying to tell me. I am mm-hmm. stronger than anything the world may say about me. I am stronger than anything that comes my way when I, you know, have God on my side. And I think mm-hmm. that's the that's that's what I'm in the process of remembering is that sometimes I start out, you know, I start out just with this presupposition that like I uh-huh. can't beat this. I can't, you know, I can't defeat this problem. This is something that's just going to have a hold on me forever and it's like you know that's not how we should look at things we need to Mm -hmm. look at things with you know a positive mindset that through god all things are possible Mm -hmm. and that we really can't lose in a sense with him on our side even losses count Mm -hmm. all losses as joy Mm -hmm. you know and because every loss that we face on like earth it will turn into a win later on you know what i'm saying everything he does (laughs) Everything he puts us through, mm-hmm. his hand is over us like every second. He's never abandoning us or anything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just have to trust his bird's eye view or his God's eye view, yes. as I will say, <laughs> instead of our finite, you know, we're mm-hmm. still on the road. He sees the entire, mm-hmm. he sees the whole map. We're just on one road. We just got to trust that he knows that he's getting us to the right place yes. and that he knows where we're going. Because if we try to, Tell God, you know, no, I'm going this way. Mm-hmm. I'm go. I know exactly where I'm going, God. This is exactly where I need to be. We're gonna fall. We're gonna fall off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. We'd fall off a cliff if we didn't, you know, trust in where God was taking us, because mm-hmm. we don't know the way. No, He's the only person that knows exactly where we need to be, when we need to be there, who we need to be there with, and why we're there. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what. That's kind of the mindset I'm trying to keep, you know, in this season of a lot of constant overthinking. Because I have, s of late, I feel like I'm talking a lot, by <laughs> no, the way. Okay, okay. <laughs> s of late, like, I have, um, not, won't go into it at all, but yeah. a lot of people, like, in my life that I mm-hmm. thought would be there, you know, for the long run, mm-hmm. you know, they'd be there 
Like, they'd all be at my eventual wedding one day. They'd all mm-hmm. be at my funeral. I mean, that's yeah. that's hopefully far in the future. Yeah. But still, <laughs> they'd all be there, like I said, for the long run. A lot of them, they've kind of, we've drifted apart. They've kind of walked away or just things have happened and situations mm-hmm. pushed us farther apart than I thought we'd ever be. And it's just kind of reminded me that, like, you know, here, like, in my shoes on this earth, that can suck. That can mm-hmm. really suck. That, like, <laughs> that lon- that feeling of loneliness, like, you feel like everyone's leaving. You feel like mm-hmm. people are walking out, you know. You're like, God, what am I doing wrong? He's just preparing me. Mm-hmm. He's preparing me for what's to come. Sometimes you can't take everything you had in the past with you into your future. Mm-hmm. Sometimes certain things have to fall away. Certain things have to break apart mm-hmm. for you to become the person that you've always hoped to be and that God wants you to be. That's so good. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate it. But <laughs> yeah, like preaching. Like, amen. Because <laughs> like, you know, one of my favorite artists is um, John Bellion, mm-hmm. if you know who that is. <laughs> I post about him all the time in my story on yeah. Instagram, so you probably do at this point. <laughs> but he has a song called Stupid Deep and it's like, mm-hmm. Like, what if all the things that I've done in my life were just attempts at earning love from other people? Mm -hmm. And I'm paraphrasing his lyrics there, but that's basically Uh what he's saying. (laughs) And it's like, that's so true, because what if I was spending so much time focusing on keeping these people in my life that, you know, they had served their purpose. They, They had been there when I needed them. And it was just time to move forward. And it was time to separate and you know, each go on to different things. Mm -hmm. What if I was just doing everything I did in my life to earn love from them and just to be accepted by those people? Maybe that's what God's showing me. Maybe he's showing me that I have to be content with who I am and that I need to do things for his love and his acceptance. Mm -hmm. And maybe some of those people that were in my life were distractions from that. Right. And who knows what my future holds, but for the present, mm-hmm. that's what I got to keep in mind of myself. That mm-hmm. there's purpose in everything. Every person that walks out, every trial that we go through, there's a reason for it and it'll be revealed to us in time. Yes. Amen, brother. <laughs> so good. Not trying to be not trying to be up here preaching or anything. <laughs> oh, but no. It's just, all good. Good. I'm just, I'm enjoying getting to, you know, speak my mind. Yeah. I really appreciate this. This yeah. is awesome. So, like, how, how would you start to, like, if you have all of these things that, mm-hmm. like, you're thinking about that, that you aren't okay with, mm-hmm. that you're struggling with, how do you start to pick that away when you feel like there's so much right there? I'm figuring it out still, honestly, mm-hmm. because when I went into the end of this, like, you know, 2018, 2018 was the weirdest year of my life, without a doubt. 2018, <laughs> yeah, was. Was, 2018 was crazy. <laughs> like, I feel like there were 17 different storylines that, you mm-hmm. know, I feel like there are people writing my story, and it's like there's 17 <laughs> different storylines that are fighting over which storyline needs to happen mm-hmm. and which, you know, characters need to be here and stuff. Yep. It was just absolutely chaotic. And so I got to the end and I was like, I was a mess. I was like, oh my gosh, where, what if, what did I go wrong? Pretty much. I was mm-hmm. like, what happened? Like, what did this year, I try to feel like, I try to teach my, I try to show myself like, what did, um, what did 2018 show me? Like, what did it teach mm-hmm. me? And I couldn't process it all at once. I was like, okay, I just need to make sure that this next year, this 20, 2019 and beyond. Mm-hmm. Things were different. You know, the way I looked at things was different. My habits were different. The things I would do to cope with some of the things I was dealing with were different. Mm -hmm. And um, so at the start of this year, I started, which I've kept up with till now. Mm -hmm. And it's not just one of those New Year's resolutions that you're 
um, you're done with after a week. But I've mm-hmm. started doing devotionals every day. And um, my music choices, I uh, <laughs> I listen to just about everything. Like, I listen mm-hmm. to every kind of, like, genre out there, genre of music out there. But I'm trying to focus on, like, when I'm struggling with something and when I'm, like, you know, when overthinking is eating me alive or when mm-hmm. I'm, like, anxiety's dancing all around. It's, like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to focus on, you know, listening to stuff that lifts me up. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, you can be, like, addicted to it. It's a song, but you can be addicted <laughs> to a certain kind of sadness. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times when, we up, when we're, like, we're down on ourselves and we're struggling, mm-hmm. we'll listen to music that's, like, relatable it's like sad music and it just kind (laughs) of for me it kind of keeps me spiraling downwards and if i'm sad i'm trying everything i can to bring myself back up Mm -hmm. like i'm in prayer and stuff and i'm just that sounds so like holier than that like oh i'm in prayer i'm my prayer life is decent but it needs to get better Mm -hmm. in a sense i need to remember that as soon as i'm like as soon as i'm struggling i need to pray about it i need to Mm -hmm. you know just give it up to god yes because really when you're talking to him you can feel at least in my experience, you can feel a weight being lifted off you. Just you, mm-hmm. you're releasing a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety and a lot of just feelings that you want to go away. They do go away mm-hmm. when you give it up to somebody else who's willing to take them for you. And that's what God's doing. And that's just how I've been kind of trying to address the issue of overthinking mainly. Mm-hmm. And like you said, anxiety and all that stuff. If I feel it rising up in me, if I feel myself getting to a bad place mentally, mm-hmm. I just see the road I'm walking on, and I'm like, nope, complete mm-hmm. 180, turn around. Just got to, yeah. in my head, I picture I just got to turn around, go the other way, and just start, you know, doing things differently. Mm-hmm. And start in being intentional about how I'm mm-hmm. trying to fight off these feelings. That's where, I, that's, that's where I'm trying to improve, because a lot of 2018, mm-hmm. if I would get... And a lot of honestly my whole life before if i would get to a bad place i'd indulge it mm-hmm. like i'd listen to that sad music you know i'd i'd really like i wouldn't fight against it as much it'd be like like i said it's a certain kind of sadness can be addicting and i think i gave into that too much mm-hmm. but we're not meant to be giving into you know the struggles that we're going through we're meant to be trying to overcome them right and that's my main goal for this year mm-hmm. and for like i said for beyond is when I get upset, when I get down, when I start, my mindset's kind of crumbling. Mm-hmm. Fight against it. Don't give into it. Because if you give into it, that's when Satan knows he's winning. Mm-hmm. And that's when God's like, come on, man. You can do <laughs> Come on, buddy. Come on, man. You can do this. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, show, I've taught you this before. You've mm-hmm. been here before. Like, take what I've, take what I've shown you mm-hmm. and use it and just... Take what you have learned from what I've shown you and use it to fight against this now because you're prepared for it now. Mm-hmm. And I'm, that's my whole life basically is just trying to take what God has shown me in every situation mm-hmm. and apply it, apply it, apply it, and keep getting better as a person, keep growing. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I do to address my, you know, overthinking and anxiety mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It's like just keep growing mm-hmm. and keep using what God's shown me to defeat the thoughts and the. Yeah. Just this overall general sadness that can kind of uh-huh. exist, especially in life of a college student, because college students just get, like you said, overwhelmed sometimes. What happens? What happens if you like trip up? 
trip up as in like you know have a bad night mm-hmm. that I, I i um i totally i do have bad nights sometimes like i think everyone does because we can't be perfect mm-hmm. and that's it and for clarification i'm not at all trying to say like you know you have if you don't fight against it every single time you're just not doing you're not what mm-hmm. are you doing like you're that's terrible yeah like you know god's so disappointed you're like no because we're only human mm-hmm. like we are human beings each every one of us we can't pretend that everything's okay all the time mm-hmm. because that's fake honestly and i that's the last thing i ever want to do is be fake you know mm-hmm. i try to be open i try to be real about the things that i'm you know struggling with at times mm-hmm. that's why i'm trying here you know <laughs> yeah and like i i understand that there are nights where it's just like oh my gosh it's so it's too much sometimes like if your mindset's in a bad place as it is and then you remember oh crap i got <laughs> three papers due tomorrow and mm-hmm. i got a test at 8 a.m and that's stressing you out and mm-hmm. you know just a bunch it's a perfect storm those things can happen and you can have bad nights and you can trip up like you mm-hmm. said but the main thing I try to remember is that because normally this stuff normally happens at night for me. Like when I'm really mm-hmm. struggling, it's like it is that yep. that seems to be the case most yep. of the time. <laughs> the morning, it's a it's a lyric I love from one of my favorite bands, Twin One Pilots. Mm-hmm. The morning is when remember the morning is when night is dead. Mm-hmm. Night is gone. Whenever that sun rises, it's a new day. You can just start over. Mm-hmm. Every day is a fresh start. It doesn't have to be, you know. You don't have to be perfect before you can say it's a fresh start you can mm-hmm. start every, you can start anew every single day mm-hmm. and you can you know distance yourself from that trip up you had last night or that mm-hmm. you fall back into your into the trap of you know depression anxiety or for me overthinking you can fall yeah. back into that but then you can get right back up in the next like the next morning get some rest you know just focus on making things you know like focus on the fact that god makes things new mm-hmm. if you let him yes he will start working in you the second you say god start working in me please and mean mm-hmm. it so if you want to just if you if i have a bad night which i had a couple um i want to say like a couple weeks ago no like a week ago honestly mm-hmm. <laughs> had a, yeah wow <laughs> but i had a bad night and yeah. like i just needed to go to sleep i was talking with a few of my friends mm-hmm. um Actually, just one of my friends about it. <laughs> um, but she really helped me, you know, mm-hmm. to just remind me that it wasn't like that. Just one of these nights, they don't define me. Mm-hmm. The worst moments in my life, like the darkest, the darkest nights, you know, they don't define me. Mm-hmm. What defines me is who I choose to become and what I choose to do after those darkest nights. Yes. What I choose to make of them. How I mm-hmm. choose to use those darkest nights to in turn inspire other people and to help attempt at least to lift them up and to bring them out of their dark nights and into Mm -hmm. the you know the new mornings Mm -hmm. and so when i trip up is honestly when i do my best writing Mm -hmm. when i trip up is when i know okay you know what i messed up time to start working to make like make good of this yeah i had a bad night okay well let's write about it and put it out there Mm -hmm. and see if anybody else needs to hear this and a lot of times by God's grace, they do. Mm-hmm. And that's what I remember. It's just that every time I have a really, really rough time and I trip up, like you said, it's an opportunity to use that and help lift up other people. Mm-hmm. 
It's a perfect example of God's grace and forgiveness of being able to just keep trying and start over. Absolutely. It's like a video game. When yes. you, you I'll, I'll mess up on the same level a bunch of times, but mm -hmm. I can start over immediately, you know? Yes. And the morning comes eventually. You yes. just have to get there. So what I would love is if you could somehow get me the audio to the video okay. from NRB. And um, we could play it at the end so all of our friends could listen. Sounds good. Because you you wrote it. I did. And, and you voiced it. I did in a solid 24-hour span. <laughs> wrote it, uh, went downtown Nashville, mm -hmm. acted it out in the cold and the rain Ooh. a little bit. Um, was already sick. Mm -hmm. And so in the video, you're going to notice my voice sounds a little different. <laughs> but it's just because I was like, once I got to the end of the video, um, my voice went from like here to here. And I couldn't oh, like no. do it. I couldn't like, <laughs> my voice was gone pretty much. And so... By the end of the video, you'll hear that it's like, oh my gosh, she sounds kind of sick. And if that's the case, it's because I do. I, I, I uh -huh. was sick. I was like, I was very, very sick. Mm -hmm. But um, yes, I can absolutely get you the audio for that. In the world we live in today, social media is a blessing and a curse. Every now and then it makes us feel better, but more often than not, it leaves us feeling worse. We all would like to be happy with ourselves. With the way that we look, the way that we act. But the mirrors that we see ourselves in become cracked because the only thing social media presents us with nowadays is doubt. When all we look at are the cropped, filtered, and edited masks that are put out by everybody for everyone to see, we start wondering if we really have our lives together or not. Do we? We look at a perfectly put together, beautifully edited, flawlessly polished post or picture on social media and we forget that the most important quality in ourselves is one that social media can rip away. Confidence. Without confidence in ourselves, the brightest moments seem dark. We hark on our failures and keep missing the mark, but the complicated journey we embark on called life becomes even harder for us to navigate through. So if you can't see yourself and be happy with you, you'll never be happy with whatever you do. How can we tear down the walls that our enemies lift when our own worst enemy is who we see when the camera is flipped? It's been said that only a real risk can test the reality of a belief. But when that belief is that you aren't good enough, attractive enough, important enough, what we'll often find is that the beliefs we had were nothing but a lie planted by society. And the lies that we create privately have no basis at all. But when we remember that each and every member of the human race is fearfully and wonderfully made, we find beauty in ourselves in ways that we would have never seen before. So take a look at those around you. While most of us, we joke and we laugh for a while as we stand in the presence of others in denial. But the minute we find time, we wipe that fake smile off our face and we put ourselves on trial as the darkest thoughts in our head run wild. So make sure you've shown love to everybody you've met because even the tiniest things can have the largest effect. Spread hope and spread love in everything you do. Give compliments for accomplishments or whenever you want to. Because your life has the power to make others feel new. And who knows? Maybe that person blinded by doubt is you. Thank you guys for joining us today. And if you um, have a story that you feel led to share about how God worked through your life and the things that he taught you, feel free to email me at enelsonmedia at gmail.com. That's E-N-E-L-S-E-N-M-E-D-I-A. 
at gmail.com, enelsonmedia at gmail.com. If you have um, questions about on the story that you just heard, I could always pass them on to Trey and he could answer them for us. Absolutely. But join us next time as I bring a brand new friend to tell their story at our tea time. And I want you guys to remember to do the best you can do at whatever you do. And whatever you do, to the glory of God. Thank you.